Welcome to the Influent Podcast, developing leadership, building success, and influencing society. For more resources, visit us online at influent.life. Hi, this is Will Riddle, and we're here with Influent Live. I'm filling in for Bob this week, and this is a special Mother's Day edition, and we want to talk about mothers who raise up reformers. And so I'm, I'm here with some special guests. I'm here with Jamie Riddle, with Lauren Frazier, and of course with Kelly, uh, the co-host of the show. And so Kelly, you actually, last week, mm-hmm. you interviewed Sam Riddle, who's uh, uh, Jamie's son. How was that? Oh my goodness. I must say, for everyone who watched the show, I mean, we were all just blown away at the caliber of person, the depth of his character, um, really everything that he brought to light. I felt like I was talking to another 30-year-old. I mean, just (laughs) really, I really want to honor as we begin to open up and talk about being a mother of reformers. I want to honor you and how well you've raised not only Sam, but um, three other children in addition who just really encountering your family and just seeing the unity amongst your sibling, the siblings and um, the friendship and their how integrated as people they were. Um, I just, I feel it's so right to have you share because mm-hmm. I was, I have such hope for the future um, encountering your family. So thank you for such a great clan a tribe that you're really raising up (laughs) especially Sam leading the charge (laughs) (laughs) well and you know we're super blessed Mm -hmm. and I just have one reformer mom but two reformer moms here Lauren you have four children as well right right and they're a little bit older they've they're actually going on to reform and do things next step from where you guys are right so a little bit about them right so I feel like it was a blink of an eye when I was in this season and here they are um, all four almost married, two of them with their own children, and each one of them really finding their sphere of influence and just going in with all of their hearts and making a difference. Um, Really taking the Lord in and having just that worldview of, I'm gonna make a difference in this this Mm -hmm. arena, Mm -hmm. and very focused on, on doing so. Well, you know, I think that the thing is that that's really the heart, I think, of every mom. That we, you know, moms really do want their children to be successful, mm-hmm. and um, you know, the whole idea of raising up reformers. Just to give a little bit of context, you know, um, if you think about God, you know, he, he when he called Abraham, he says, "I'm the God of Abraham, of mm-hmm. Isaac, and of Jacob," um, and so he had this multi generational. Uh, kind of a thing that he wanted to accomplish. It couldn't just be accomplished by calling one man. Mm-hmm. Had to be accomplished by passing on that vision through the generations. And you know, at least at my observation is that as a movement, Christianity in America has, you know, we've 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 learned about you know training our children to sort of not be of the world, but to be in the world. Mm-hmm. But I think the next step for us is to learn how to to train children that will actually change the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, and so that's why we've got mm-hmm. you guys on. We really want to encourage those other moms out there that first of all, it is possible, mm-hmm. and then maybe just to give them a few little nuggets. Mm-hmm. And so, so maybe Jamie, what you know, maybe just start with you. What, what was one or two things you could share with the moms out there that really has helped you raise the kind of kids that you have? Well, I think that um, you know we have almost four teenagers now, and I think that. Um, the main thing is just to keep that value in mind. 
right? Because there's so many things as a mom that's going on in your head when you know you have this baby and the first thing you think is I just want it to feel loved. And then, you know, as it grows, you just think I want to nurture it as a person. I want to make sure it feels loved and has everything that it needs. Um, and then as they get to communicate, you know, of course you want your um, children to follow God. So you start thinking about how are they going to develop that relationship with God. And then um, I think that for me, you know, the main thing was just keeping in mind that they're going to leave the nest. They're going to, um, hopefully they're going to take that love and they're going to take that walk with God. And then when they get out there, what are they going to do? Are they going to um, just kind of find their little niche and place in the world with something that they're good at? Or is there more? Um, so as a mom, I've just tried to keep that value very high mm. on the list. Mm -hmm. Just just continually asking myself, um, what can I do um, so that when they leave in several years, they're, they're not just you know happy and doing something that they like, but they're really bringing um, the person of God that they are to bear into a certain area, whatever that area is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And so you're really saying that it's first of all just actually making that a priority. Yes. Right. That is that raising Christian children, of course, is all of our priority. That they know the Lord. Yes. But that beyond that, it's saying, hey, you know what? I want to look a little bit downfield, mm -hmm. and how can these? And that affects what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. Could you give yes. us maybe an example of like how that might boil down to what you do in any given day? Well, I think that um, you know we're a homeschooling family, and so um, we get the the added benefit of having a lot of time with our kids. Um, and I think that it can be difficult for, um, you know, just even for in a day, for that day to express your values, especially if you don't have that much time with your children each day. But having that time, I just think that, um, you know, I, t I try to think about what is discipling their heart every day and just trying to get, um, just making sure that there's, there's only that limited amount of time. So as a mom, sometimes I have to make the decision that um, we're gonna have a talk with our children about a certain subject. It, it could be political or it could be something personal, um, but you know, there's been times that dinner has been late or um, very, very bad because, <laughs> because we spend uh -huh. most of the afternoon talking about mm -hmm. something. Um, you know, and especially as they grow into um, teenagers and young teenagers, just giving them that uh, priority on when they want to talk, you know, I'm there. Mm. So sometimes um, some of the normal mom things have been sacrificed. Um, just and then in my own personal time a little bit as well. I have learned that um, I probably don't spend quite as much time um, doing the standard domestic things that my friends do because some of the time really is going into their education or just um, trying to figure out how I'm going to disciple them best in that day as opposed to planning the most amazing birthday party or field trip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. That's really good. That's really good. And so, so Lauren, for you, of course, you're a little bit further down the field. You've gotten to see the results of everything you've done. But, of course, when you started, it was probably pretty much a countercultural, like, you're like a lone wolf doing all of this. It, it did really feel like that for, for many years. I mean, we, we homeschooled for a lot of our years. Um, we actually have done different things year to year with our kids. So we, we've done public school, we've done Catholic boys school, <laughs> we've done Christian wow. school, but probably the majority um, was homeschooling. But again, it's like taking those opportunities mm -hmm. when the door is open to their hearts mm -hmm. and you're able to 
just speak in and let let the Lord really minister, mm -hmm. you know, to them. And you know, I always felt like really in those teen years, it's like you really are trying to unpack who the Lord made them. It's like right. a little mystery, you know. And Absolutely. so, Lord, what do you have in there? It's kind of like, yeah. you know, seeing what what Sam was saying last week, and just it's like he's on the front end of that. He mm -hmm. has started to really unpack who the Lord made him and who the Lord has called him to be. And I think because he's mm -hmm. he's already walking in that, he's starting to have vision for that more and more and more. Um, and sometimes it's, you try on different things. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, our kids really found their niche in different ways and in different seasons. Um, you know, we would, I remember our, actually our third son, he was um, very interested in music and he mm -hmm. kind of started into college in music and wondering if that was something mm -hmm. that the Lord was opening up and then realized that's really not probably his mountain that he's going to be on, but something that he'll always enjoy. Yes. Then he kind of went to criminal justice and then to engineering wow. and then <laughs> from civil engineering to electrical engineering. Wow. So, it, you know, it took some steps of him when he was, you know, 17, 18, 19 to kind of like, what? What really mm -hmm. are you saying about me, Lord, over my life? Mm -hmm. You know, but then he found it and he, he knows. And so... He's working in electrical engineering now and, and bringing the Lord in, you know, and it's, it's really amazing to see the time and energy that you pour in as a mom. You kind of think, you know, is any of this making a difference or, you know, are we going to see the fruit of mm. this? And then seeing a, a you know, decade past where you are, it's like, oh my goodness, who are these mighty ones that right. the Lord has trained up? Absolutely. Well, you know, and so what I really hear you talking about there is like a, it's like a partnership with the Holy Spirit. It is. Absolutely. You know, that there's, the three, there's you as the parent <laughs> helping to guide, you know, and then there's God. Of course, he knows the plan. And right. Helping that child to find that flow. And that's, that's so good. You know, I think that because when I think about it, it's so easy for us as parents. Either we want to take our hands completely off the wheel and like, well, the child will figure it out with God. Mm -hmm. But then that can kind of leave you wandering, right. you know. Right, right. Um, or, you know, we, we maybe leave God's peace out too much. We say, oh, I know what they need to do or the kid will know. But no, we, we need, you know, as the three of us work together, there's something magic that mm -hmm. happens. That's really true. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what would you say, guys, would be like, so, so Jamie, what would you say what pitfall would be? What would be something that, like maybe a lot of moms do or feel 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 pushed to do that like you would say avoid that mm. that's a really good question um i think that every mom has to kind of figure out um who they are and their vision for their family even their vision for each individual child um mm. and i think that you know i i hesitate to give a, a one a one answer to anyone because for every answer that you give there's always a child that kind of you know that doesn't apply <laughs> fall um, under that yeah but I do think that at least in our own mm -hmm. walk with our own kids we have definitely limited um, the amount of entertainment in their life um, and that's been challenging at times just even um, just even in their worldview in general trying to get them away from some of the uh, distractions and traps of the 21st century. Mm -hmm. I think that that um, that's one thing. I'm not sure I would say it, you know I would advise moms not to do, but I think it's it, on the positive end. It's like we've really tried to get our children to um, wean onto life, like wean onto adult life, 
And I think that in order to do that, we just have to encourage them that the hard things and the hard conversations and the, you know, the hard intellectual pursuits are reachable for them. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, in our own home, I've just found that if they get too much um, phone time or screen time or checkout time or entertainment, then it's actually, they start to feel like that world is not for them, you know? And so just being able to, just being able to keep in mind that everything is discipling their hearts. And if, if I or um, our friends, if we want to make an impact into the discipleship process of their hearts, we have to purposely clear out other discipleship voices, you know, different kinds of TV shows or even Instagram or things that can easily vie for both their time and the content of what they're imbibing and just mm -hmm. saying that, you know, it's not like a hands-off, like you can't do this, but just understanding that we're going to be competing with those things. Our voice will be competing with their peers' voices and what they hear. And our time, when we say, well, we'd like to have this conversation about, you know, the election or something, that's very different than just sort of getting on media and typing out a little one-liner or whatever. We really want to encourage them mm -hmm. that, you know, this world is for them. They're eventually going to be leaders in it and of it. And that even in seed form, their voice is welcome. You know, they don't mm -hmm. have to have it all mm -hmm. perfect and educated, but we want to hear them and then create the space for them to mm -hmm. do that. That's so, excellent. So now, Lauren, That's a you, great you, point. As a, mm -hmm. as a Everything is discipling Focus our children. That, uh -huh. Yeah, focusing right. their attention. That's Because yeah. in the world we live in, more than ever, everything is pulling for all of our attention, yes. but especially to hone your children and, and focus. That's, yes. that's mm -hmm. an excellent point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, Lauren, you're the principal of a school, mm -hmm. so you get to see this at a whole, at a macro level. Right. If there were one thing that you wish mm -hmm. every mom <laughs> could know, because you get to know a lot of different ones, what's the one thing you wish every mom could know if, if they're thinking about raising reformers? Yeah, that's interesting, because I'm thinking, if I were going to answer this question just for me, it would probably be a little bit different um, than what Jamie said, but honestly, for the... For these young moms that are coming into our school, they're so precious. Um, mm -hmm. and there's always that, you know, you just want to be your kid's friend, and you don't want to, mm -hmm. you don't want to limit. Though I know mm -hmm. you want to really want to do that, and you know, and you give in to that feeling like that's that's the best for them when it's really mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. um, you know, really, what's best is absolutely let's let's be a part of the world. I mean, not you know, but I mean, aware of what's going on and be you know, be able to be relatable, but mm -hmm. not to where that's where all of your time and energy is going. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, I think that's very key. Um, the other, the other kind of component side of this that we always really did in those teen years is, was to set our kids kind of like before the Lord in a sense of where they're going to encounter the Lord for themselves. Mm -hmm. They're going to develop their own mm -hmm. walk with the yeah. Lord. Um, and then the Lord starts really discipling them. They're mm -hmm. like, well, okay. I mean, I would say, well, you go ask the Lord how much time you think you're supposed to be, you know, spending on the computer. Mm -hmm. It's much better the older that they get for them to, to dialogue that out with the Lord than for me to say, honey, no, you know, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it's much more of a conviction to them. And mm -hmm. so I think because right. we were able to do that, they've carried that into their whole lives. It's like it's mm. natural you're going to figure that out with the Lord, what's appropriate in this season and what's not. So right. You're teaching them to think for themselves, to get their own answers mm -hmm. in light of responsibility right. in, in context. Right. Too. And of course yeah. you're guiding all the way, and the older that they get, the more that they do that. But 
it really is. It's like we're we're getting we're trying to launch them at some point yes. and make them able to just be be fully successful and alive and who the Lord's called them to be. Well, you know, as I as you guys are talking, it just it just I'm being reminded of what a difficult job it is to be a mom, and especially mm -hmm. in the 21st century. You know, there's it so is. many pressures yeah. on you. You know, you got to be the perfect mom, and if right. you're working, you got to be perfect at that too. And you need to be beautiful. You need to be strong. You need to be all these different right. things. Right. Right. You know, what could what could what could you guys say that could encourage the moms out there as they're maybe they're early on this path and they're, right. they feel overwhelmed, like man, I can't do this. What would you, what would you say to those moms? I would say you're really you're a farmer. You're planting a seed. <laughs> And you are not going to see. Good. That's good. You're not going to see <laughs> that strong grain of wheat for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to grow weary. It's easy to give up. It's easy to feel like mm -hmm. you're failing. That's just part of it. So mm -hmm. you just kind of every day it's like reset. Okay, Lord, I'm signing mm -hmm. up again. Come, you know, come into our home, move mm -hmm. among our kids, mm -hmm. and stay steady. I think if you can just know it's this is a this is a 20 year run. Right. It's not. It's not a year. It's a twenty-year run, and this is what yes. we're building into. That's such a good point. I love that. Um, you know, I think that just working off your analogy, just feeling like, as moms, I, th I think someone um, someone told me once that we're really pastors of our kids, um, and I just think that that idea of watering um, every day what it is the seeds that mm -hmm. God has put in there and just knowing that your job is really to water you can't force it to grow you're gonna make mistakes but Absolutely. You're, you're, you're shining light and you're watering those seeds and just believing that um, you partnering with God and partnering with the Holy Spirit and just partnering with what God is doing inside that child um, that's what you know God is gonna bring mm -hmm. um, that child's life to bear fruit and your job is just really to steward that well. That's so true. I mean, it really is the Lord. I think for me in this season, I'm more aware of yes. through all of my mistakes and all of my lacks and all of my failures. It's like the Lord yes. is so faithful. He yeah. created mm -hmm. them. He's going to bring forth their destiny. Yes. I think another thing too, just being on, um, you know, the digital end of things a lot, I think just resisting that pressure as moms to fall into the performance mm -hmm, trap. Mm -hmm. You know, just realizing that um, being a mother isn't really about us. It's not really about you and how you're doing. And I just think that there's there's a lot of things that, um, out there that just, you know, you feel like you're failing on your report card or something if you don't, um, if you can't produce that mothering experience that you really yearn to produce. But then just getting quiet and being like, Lord, you know, I can only produce a couple things. This is this is where I'm gifted. This is where I'm not. And just realize that there is no report card. You're, you're really mothering right. for so your true. children. You're really mothering to like that's all you're trying to do. And if you don't look good that day, that's okay. That's right. You're normally not on camera, you know. <laughs> um, and if your meal isn't good that day, that's okay because you don't have to take a picture right. of it and put it that's on Facebook. Right. And just just realizing to get rid of the pressure and mm -hmm. just stay focused on the job and what's ahead of you and and really those lives you know you, you stared at them when they were babies and as they get older really that's just your focus mm -hmm. and I think we all feel like you know 10 years later we we know what we should have done um, and just kind of just being brave enough to face that mm -hmm. and say you know um, I don't know what I'm doing but I know I can take care of this life right and that's really all that matters you know? and I think the Lord so enjoys being in our homes with us yeah. I mean it's just the wow. sense of 
Mm. He loves our homes. He loves each unique dynamic. You know, every home is so yes. different in the flavor. And like, I'm a terrible cook, so <laughs> that was never even on my list, you know. But it's like yeah. all the different things. It's like the Lord's just His delight and His presence is in yes. our home. So mm. it's like if we can take back and peel back all of the expectations and the yes. weights yeah. and just enjoy our kids. It's interesting back when our oldest was very young, um, he was pretty strong-willed and it's really cute now because he's got three girls and we've had a lot of talks about how he deserves everything he gets. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They're amazing girls. Um, but, you know, he would just be in trouble and so it, there was a season where he and Bob were just like mm -hmm. at it, you know, and lots of discipline and um, the Lord spoke to Bob, my husband, and said, um, if you enjoy him, mm -hmm. he will enjoy me. Mm. If you drive him, you will drive him away from wow. me. Wow. And okay. so it shifted mm. from a, we've got to do all these things to like, mm -hmm. let's enjoy who the mm. Lord has mm -hmm. given us and who the Lord has made our little family and, and what are we about. And Right. Yeah, I think, you know, mm -hmm. um, just even enjoying them growing up, I think that um, sometimes it's easy to kind of romanticize when they're young and then you feel at a loss as they're getting older, they're getting bigger than you and smarter than you. <laughs> yes. um, you know, and just, just realizing, you know, that it's, it's sometimes I feel a little insecure, you know, because um, my son is so smart. Well, I'm not as smart as you. Um, but just, just enjoying that process of them mm -hmm. growing and, and, and being, you know, being okay with that it, it doesn't really look romantic anymore. You're not straining peas. You're not right. making them eat organic. Like, you know, not all the time anyway. Um, and just like, you're saying um, partnering with the Lord to watch that unfold and even though it's awesome and intimidating just being like this is this is what we were meant to do we were meant to steward you know from baby to adult and just accepting what goes along in that in that process mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's so true well you know that's so good um, you know, as I think about the theme of our show um, you know being raising reformers I just want to make sure we don't you know, lose that theme. If we think about raising a reformer, what is the, first of all, what does that even mean mm -hmm. when I say, you know, right. I want to raise a reformer? What does that mean to you when I say that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe you should start since your kids are farther out in the field. To me, raising a reformer means bringing the kingdom of God wherever the Lord sends you. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's like you're in, a, you're in a work context. You, you know, you don't have the luxury to just maybe pray 24 hours a day, mm -hmm. like maybe some seasons that they had. So it's like seeking the Lord, you know, early in the morning, just asking the Lord quick questions along the way, mm -hmm. you know, inviting mm -hmm. him in under your breath into board meetings. Mm -hmm. It's like, Lord, what do you want to say to these people? These people don't know you yet. Mm -hmm. You know, how can I represent you? How can I advance things in my field? Give me your creative ideas that I mm -hmm. could be able to help. Mm -hmm. and. Right. You know, so I think there's so many components of being a reformer, but it, it's bringing the kingdom of God in. It's it's praying. It's praying for needs. Mm -hmm. It's loving people. It's you know sharing the gospel with them. But beyond that, it's like how do I how do I become a better electrical engineer in this company? What right. does what does this company really need? Maybe there's mm -hmm. some component that I'm going to invent that they don't even know yet. Um, you know, how do I relate to my boss mm. in a way that honors him and encourages him into the kingdom, you know? So I think of mm. many, many facts. Really good. Mm. 
Yeah, I think that um, you're totally right, you know, about helping your child to discover um, the sphere of God that, I mean, the sphere of the world that God's put them in. And I think that for our kids, um, you know, it's just about sort of walking through what the Lord would add to the picture, maybe. Mm. I, I think that as Christian moms, you know, we, um, as Christian moms, you know, most of us are having conversations with our kids about where God is in the mm -hmm. picture. You know, if they have a hard day at school or they had a fallout with a friend, you know, you're kind of talking through like, well, where's God? And what do you think God, you know, um, thinks about that? But then just adding that societal component, I, I don't want to say political because they feel like then you get into, um, you know, you think about elections or something and candidates, but it is political or just you know, mm -hmm. getting getting mm -hmm. into the, the the realm of society and being and just continually bringing them back to that question, like, what do you think the Lord wants to do on the earth? What do you think mm -hmm. He wants to do in this world? How could He? How would He want to address this issue? Mm -hmm. um, you know, the news is always really good. We've we've done a lot with just bringing the news in and not not being afraid that that will you know make them jaded or cynical, but just kind of getting them to engage the right. world that they live right. in all the time. Like you said, in whatever sphere they're in, just, you know, what do you think about that? Mm -hmm. What do you think mm -hmm. God would want to do here to fix this? Um, and just always mm -hmm. um, giving them that heads up that the world belongs to God and therefore it belongs to his church. Mm -hmm. It belongs to right. Christians out there um, to lead and troubleshoot um, the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, you know, and I just love uh, Lauren what you said there about the farming, you know. Mm -hmm. And as I think, as I think, as I kind of am assembling these different thoughts you guys have put out there, it's like what I kind of see is it's like you know, as moms, are you planting the seed, and then like you're you put like a little tomato, you put a little tomato <laughs> fence around yeah. it, and you, you know, you you grow it up and you give it right. all the little things it needs, and yeah. you know, maybe you give it some miracle food to see what you're talking about there, it, you know, and then somehow in that long process, you know, I think that it's like God does something special with that, mm -hmm. you know, like, it so, does. you know, I, you know, I was, you know, I, I started following the Lord really like around 20-ish, you know, mm -hmm. you found the Lord from mm -hmm. atheism around that time. Right. And what we've found is that we've had to kind of rebuild ourselves, mm -hmm. right? For, right. And, and that takes a long time. Mm -hmm. And so like you're, you're like starting in the race like way behind. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and and whereas a lot of the a lot of the reformational things you can do in life, you have to start ahead. Uh -huh. right. You know, you have to you have to really be rightly positioned when you're 18 and mm -hmm. when you're 20. Mm -hmm. um, you have to be a healthy person. You know, right. and you just it's just you know just we as you know Jamie, Jamie and I have pr pr uh, you know have a past prayer and pastoral role, and in that you know we've you find all the dysfunctions. You know, you mm -hmm. hear everything that mm -hmm. people are going through, and you realize like oh, you know. Good parenting solves so much. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like a wasted effort, right? right? Mm -hmm. which, which I think is maybe one of the battles you go through in your mind, right? Like anybody could do this, or like, mm -hmm. why am I wasting uh -huh. my life doing this? Mm -hmm. have, have either of you ever kind of had that kind of like, you know, Elijah under the broom tree, tree moment where you're like, <laughs> it's and I'm giving up, I'm done, I want to quit. <laughs> not more than 50 times a day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. No, it's so true. It's like really our kids, they're going to launch on our shoulders. I mean, mm. Bob and I have kind of similar, we both, you know, mm -hmm. found the Lord, the Lord found us when we were um, beginning into college. And so we were really our, the first generation of Christians in our families. And so to see where, you know, our kids have been able to launch from, it's so much more mm -hmm. ahead than where we were at that point. Right. Yeah, um, I totally agree. I just think that it's so easy to want to give up or just, 
I think as moms, it's almost in the DNA. You know, you just feel inadequate a lot. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like you're just not going to, you just can't do the job as well as you want. But again, I just think that um, when I have that feeling, it just goes back to zeroing in on the, on the individuals that God has given me. I feel like sometimes I may not be the best mother in the world, um, or the, but, but I know that I love these four people. And you're the best mother for those four. Yes. And just there couldn't like, be a better mother yes, for those four. I can do these four, even uh -huh. if I'm not going to win an award. Uh-huh. So. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we could just mention as well, too, but I do know that, you know, obviously having children in your home that you have is one mm -hmm. thing, but just the whole thing of mothering, of, you know, mm -hmm. of being focused on mm -hmm. imparting, um, you know, really just a generational you know, thing of, of a spirit of a mother, and a, yeah. you know, Deborah's spirit, where you are coming mm -hmm. alongside and building in. And I didn't right. know if you had anything you wanted to say on yeah. that. But a few years ago, you know, the Lord, his, he comes as a whisper, you know. But there's, you have those moments where sometimes the voice of the Lord is a little bit more tangible. So for me, being single, you know, I woke up one Easter and I, the Lord whispered, "Mother of nations," oh. and. I felt that was a commissioning that as a, a female on the earth, that even though I don't have my own children, that I can release an impartation to those who encounter my life, whether it be for five minutes or maybe mm -hmm. for a season mm -hmm. or for a few years, that I can still stand in that nurturing and I can educate and support and Absolutely. come under and build up um, you know, youth to even older people who maybe never had a mother in their life that I could be a supportive voice that mm -hmm. strengthens who they are and who affirm who God created them to be. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just want to be a voice on the other side that even if, you know, someone is single out there that you can still carry mm, that spirit of a mother um, that carries strength and weight in people's lives. And, you know, Jamie, you were saying that <laughs> a mother's voice can only go so far, yes. but, you know, someone else on the other yes. end can, you know, help really affirm absolutely. the work of a parent. Yes. Absolutely. It's so important. Mm -hmm. We just, because you, you tell, you know, your children these things all the time, but for someone like yourself to come along and speak to Sam and say I see it in you he believes it because mm -hmm. it confirms um, you know the whole thing we've been trying to plan and mm -hmm. you know that was just invaluable well and you know I think about all the teachers that I had and how you know how they spoke into my life and I think about you know Lauren and your role you're you're a mother of mother of mothers mm -hmm. you know what I mean in your role as a principal yes. and think about you know you the lives you affected Jamie as a teacher and then all the lives that you touch, Kelly, everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. And I just think that we just want to encourage, um, we want to encourage every woman out there. You know, God has Absolutely. uniquely given you the capacity to impart and to, 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 to minister into that next generation mm -hmm. the things that are going to transform the world. And so mm -hmm. just as we close here, just really would like uh, the two of you, could, just, could you just pray over the moms out mm -hmm. there? Sure. Mm -hmm. You go Absolutely. first. Thank you, Father. We just thank you, Lord, for this time. I thank you for this Mother's Day, for the call of motherhood that is on every mother's heart. God, no matter how they feel, whether adequate or inadequate, no matter where they are in the parenting journey, in the beginning, middle, or end, God, we just, together, we just stand in agreement in Jesus' name for these children that are going to lead and be in the mm -hmm. next generation, God, that you would just encourage the mothers in their hearts that they, they can do the most important job right in front of them. In Jesus' name, we just thank you, Lord, for just the spirit and the faith to raise mm -hmm. reformers in Jesus' name. Yes. 
Yes, and Lord, we just pray for strength and grace in our homes. Lord, we pray for your presence. We pray for the ability just to feel your enjoyment over us, the whispers of your heart leading us. And God, just for courage for these mighty, um, mighty, mighty women who are um, just in the trenches day yes. after day, but really making a difference. So yes. Lord, I just pray even for this particular Mother's Day that you would mark mothers, that you would mark ladies across the nations mm -hmm. um, for this precious work that you've called them to. Yes, and God, name. we just thank you that motherhood is a sacred calling. And mm -hmm. so yes, we just pray that you would remind every mother today of the beauty of every sacred moment with their child, that they are truly building something that is eternal mm -hmm. um, and a voice on the earth that will impact. Um, but I also pray for single women or women mm -hmm. who don't have children yet, God, that they would see the power of their lives, the power of being a mother to nations, uh, a mother to a generation, and how they can uniquely use their heart and their love and their voice mm -hmm. to strengthen and um, love on those in front of them. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Well, amen. Amen. Thank everybody here for, for being <laughs> with us. and. We just wish all of you a happy Mother's yes. Day. Yes. Yes.